Gospel of Matthew, Matthew chapter 28, uh, verse number 19, verse number 20. Uh, just attend there quickly in your Bibles. We are doing discipleship. Uh, it's a second segment of that because it is so important to seek on innocent is when most people are familiar with the hand of God, what God can do. But very few people are familiar with the face of God. If you know the face of God, if you seek the Lord's face, we are able to see the pain in his eyes. God has a way of communicating to you what touches him, what moves him. So this issue of, uh, of going ye out there to preach the gospel, is very close to his heart. But because Ibanda is very preoccupied with the muscle of Elohim, not his heart, we don't get to understand what moves him, what touches him, what grieves him. So what God is doing, he is restoring us to a, a perfect church, a full body that understands and has a revelation of who God really is. There is nothing wrong with knowing the power of God. The power of the King of Kings who moves mountains, who calls things which are not as though they were because he is able to call them into existence. But the people who are going to rescue the world are people who know his face. Because if you know his face, you will understand that there is pain in the heart of the Lord concerning the condition and the position of the human race at this point. Amen. So in that particular scripture in uh, Matthew chapter number 28, the Bible says, Go ye therefore, Jesus speaking to his disciples, he's giving them a commission. Go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you. And look, I'm with you always, even to the end, end of the age. Amen. If we do not know the function of the church, on earth, what's going to happen is programs, conferences, departments, all the different departments that churches have. And the world will be deteriorating as it is right now. And uh, there is nothing much that is going to be accomplished by Ibanda. There's nothing as boring as religion. Religion is the architecture of the enemy. Religion, it is uh, the work of Satan. It was never in the heart of God for people to be religious. 
religion gives you structure, gives you protocols, gives you a code. But it is possible that you can be in religion, your heart never moved. You are as bad as bad can be. You can attend church. That's what religion does. You can attend church for 50 years and die and go to hell. You can be busy be on a committee in a church, be on very high up in terms of leadership, be party to the construction of the constitution of the church. Otherwise, you can recite that thing up by heart because you were there when it was crafted. But you can still die and go to hell. It was never the, the, the agenda of heaven for people to be stuck in, uh, in buildings when the rest of the world is dying out there. The purpose of God is not to make congregants really out of you. It's make disciples out of you. It is, it is not to turn you into some robotic creature that is so controlled by someone who stands up here that even if they are in error, you are so brainwashed because there is a, a, a superhero preacher you don't even read the Bible. You don't even know how to fight for yourself because we wait for him to lay his hand on us and to anoint us with oil. There is no warrior in you because everything in your life stands or falls based on the celebrity preacher. It's never, it was never the intention of the lamb. He didn't die for that kind of stuff. He died... For us to make impact, out impact in the earth. If there is one thing you must know about me, this is why for, for now, you know what? Because I wanted to be comfortable with, with truth and substance without the exteriors. I impress I. But I hope you are impressed. I wanted to be familiar with, with content, out the content. And substance without the, 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 the externals that we sometimes associate with anointing and depth. Because Jesus is not in that kind of stuff. They wear pants by my permission. Because I know what God is doing. And I'm, I'm very connected to what the, the lamb is doing. And uh, so they, they, I want them to be so anointed in those genes. I want them to be filled with the power of God. So that the world gets a true picture of what a Christian is. It's not the externals. Out, It's not the externals. It doesn't mean that we should be careless. It doesn't mean that we should, you know, just be clumsy. But I want... People to understand what God is doing. So the responsibility, one of the responsibilities of the church is to present, I'll present to the world a new way of life, out a new way of life. New, a, a way of life, uh, how we do life is what you and I call culture. If the church does not impact culture, 
culture, I'm not necessarily making reference to ethnic or traditional culture. It's basically how you do life. How we do life. What I receive from heaven through the word must impact me such that I do life differently. And I problem solve differently. The condition of society is a reflection of the culture that's dominant in the society. We called it a week ago, spiritual software. Because of what you and I have in here, it's corrupt. We are corrupt people inside here. For us to be able to be restored into that image that God had in the beginning, there must be a, a software upgrade. The, the virus, which is called sin, must be dealt with. In the absence of that, there is no hope for humanity. You may forget it. When I was driving last week and I saw this man driving a nice car, he winds down his window and he drops the polystyrene and they to a laptop. You know what that is? It's a corrupt system. It's here. There is no government. There is no political party who can help you with that. What happens in, in the public sector with corruption and in the private sector with corruption and everything, that is the, 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 the software in here. No one is going to, no political party will we'll solve that problem only the church or the church the church has the power and authority to bring about a new way of doing life when we talk about problem solving we're talking about if i'm standing with queue fnb and um, i realize that the imaliami Something just happened. And you see, now I can choose in terms of how I solve my problem based on kingdom principles, or I can problem solve. If somebody steps on my foot, I can choose two things. I knock their teeth into their gums or I walk away. See, problem solving is key. Culture, how we do life is key. There is a way that we do relationships in the kingdom. There is a way, there is a culture in marriage. It's kingdom culture. There's a way we do all of the stuff that we do without the gospel impacting you and I at that level. All we are doing is just gathering here, singing songs. It will benefit community in no way. A church that is kingdom-oriented is of benefit to society. I told you last time that one of our uh, responsibilities and what we do we receive from society broken people, out broken people. We receive thieves. We receive all manner of people from the world. Women abusers, people who are into human trafficking. We receive hijackers. 
and the word of God impacts them. We receive lazy people from the you know, public servants, home affairs and everywhere else. Lazy people who give in too little and they expect much. And then we impact them with kingdom culture, which is number three. The way of doing life when you are a child of God. Then we release back into society. People who are productive. People who are fruitful. People who are resourceful. I am telling you the practical, tangible, measurable effects of being a child of God. It's not about church. It's about churching. We release back into society men who value their daughters and value their wives in the absence of the word in you, in me. My way of thinking will remain the same. I'm going to treat her the way I saw my father treat my mother. I'm going to treat them the way I was treated. When my parents never said sorry, even if they knew they were totally wrong. But if the word of God has impacted me, long shy, long viteza, I get disintegrated to a point of no return. I begin to do life differently. So what we do, that's what you and I are called to do because I want you to see the practicality, not to sound angel. I mean, who cares about people just coming into churches? When you explain church to a politician, it must make sense. Because with more people receiving Jesus, there is less crime in a given region. That's, that's that real material impact. With more people, this is why he says, go and make, I'm going to explain it to you. With more people receiving the Lord Jesus, there are kingdom values that are planted in you that enable you to begin to live life in a particular... Not because... Who cares about... We obey the king. We are people in a culture. We, I don't steal, not because... I don't steal because it's my culture. We don't do that. Because if I do that, if there is sin in me, I am delegitimized by sin to the point where there are things I cannot do. I cannot do the will of God. I cannot legislate on his behalf in the earth because his son disqualifies me to stand in a particular place for him. I I, I am not ministering on holiness because it's the current thing. It's trending. So I want you to understand the, the power. Amen. So without a new way of life, out a new way of life, which is kingdom culture, and without a new world view, which is Bible-based, how you, how you see the word. Most of us here, when it comes to even somebody like Donald Trump, your, your perception of who Donald Trump is, is seen through the filter of, of CNN and media. 
but I'm going to get into that just now. But without a kingdom worldview, a different one, and without a new identity, which is word-framed, a word-Bible-framed identity, which we call kingdom identity, without a Bible-based problem-solving approach, we are two or three generations from total chaos in the world. Trust me, because I know. Two or three generations away from total chaos in the world, because I know what they're cooking. So we are not here just, um, just, just having church. We are here to impact culture. So that when you leave this place, you can impact Monday, you can impact Tuesday. Whatever the world system is trying to do, it will not twist you that direction because you are already anchored. Say hallelujah. So okay, I, I wanted to know this as, as, we, as we carry on, Bazalwan. Ibanda is competing with about five world bodies. I'm talking about the real church of Jesus Christ. We are competing with voices, global voices. that are well-sponsored. They are backed up by billionaires. And we are the church and we are the only hope that the world has because we have a voice from heaven and the will of God because Israel is the content out of which culture evolves. So there are five bodies that we are competing with. Number one is uh, some thing called Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley is a place in the U.S. Now, why don't you listen to me carefully? Silicon Valley is a place in, in San Francisco in the U.S. It is home to about 2,000 global technological companies in the world. Now, that particular, it's an area. It's an area. That particular place, it is home to giants like Apple, uh, Facebook, Google, and Twitter. By the way, Facebook and Twitter are facing irresistance in the States uh, from our senators, I say U.S., because they've been trying to censor freedom of speech. If you, if you don't know that, I'm telling you now. Because there's an agenda, out agenda. It's abroad. So those are the, how are we competing with those people? Uh, the, the, these tech companies, Bazalwan, because I wanted to know why Jesus says, go! I wanted to go now. Because things are deteriorating. A man who are, a man 10 years ago is a different person now. Men, are, we are losing men. We are losing women. The condition, the way we reason is just so different. It's an agenda. So, these, these uh, Facebook in 2020 has about 1.5 uh, active users in 2020. These people, 1.5 billion, billion. They are able to sway perception and worldview in a matter of minutes. Something pops up, it competes with the truth that you know. 
You and I, we come to church once a week for about an hour listening to a sermon. They are preaching consistently, 24-7. A voice, there's a voice going out into the earth, often contrary to what you know. They have celebrities with a following. Me, hundreds of millions, one person. They send something about anything. They are speaking to 200 million in that minute. I'm speaking to you here, this group. Now, I want you to compare that with their impact. They don't, have, they don't need a pulpit. They need a gadget. And they preach. Because when I'm done, I want you to know that they are preachers. Don't think a preacher is someone who stands there. The kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light, both of them have a message. Which must be communicated. And when the message is communicated, it must be acted out. When the message is acted out, it creates something. Wherever it is being implemented. It's either it is building or it is destroying. So, out of Silicon Valley. These are powerful people, powerful people. So, we, we are competing with that kind of voice. So powerful. Let me tell you something. An average Christian spends more time on Facebook and Twitter than they do reading the Bible or being in a church service. No, because I want us to understand the, the power of these people. An average Christian spends more time on Facebook and Twitter, Instagram, than they do reading the Bible. Now, the belief is this. If, let's say, if, if spouses interacted with each other, even half a time as they interact with their phones, Marriage would be revived. The belief is that if, 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 if you and I loved the Bible and loved God's word as much as we loved our phones, there would be personal revival. Such is the power of Silicon Valley. They are time thieves. They are time thieves before you know it. When I'm supposed to wake up and pray, I... No, I often wake up at half past three. So if the alarm goes off at 20 past, I am saying, let me just, okay, I don't go on Facebook. I mean, I, I used to. You know, because I realized what, when you see this year, something just pops up below it. I just want to scroll up and see what's going on over there. Before you know it, it's 15 minutes. They are time thieves. Now, this is the reality of the matter. We live in a digital age, a digital age. <clears throat> there is no way we are going to live without gadgets. We need all the gadgets because with everything that comes, there are positives and there are negatives. But because of the enemy and because of who we are, we don't have discipline whatsoever. They capitalize on that. A young person, I was telling my kids, well-raised, well-groomed, they are under the blanket. At that time, I have no control. 
Kuyakana kodwa la ngaphezulu wathi kunelambula iphone and something pops up there a woman naked now if they are not established i'm talking to you about the influence of this they are preachers they are pulling them into a culture while you and i are busy holding conferences and doing all sort of things that we do which impact nothing so abazalwan i want i want us to understand now the, the second group of people that we are competing with the reason why we cannot be slow with regards to reaching the world they are what they call okay we done it silicon valley i want to never forget the power of silicon valley they are extremely powerful extremely powerful extremely powerful we'll we'll talk about those things going forward because we have to another um, body that we are competing with as the as the church is what you call liberal minority groups out liberal minority groups out oh, there's lots of them but let me just give you this there 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 is lgbtq out lgbtq lgbtq amen and l for lesbian g for gay b for bisexual t for transgender and g for queer now q choir queen qual queer all right what i want to do is this it's a it's a it's an advocacy organization they want your child and your grandchild to decide which gender they want to be they want to take uh, irrespective of their physical makeup how they were made and created they 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 if 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 they feel that you know you know what i want to be a girl they they want to take the power out of the parents they hate marriage they hate all these things but that's the amongst many other things which are there all these things bazalwane these um these are strategies by the enemy to strip the human race of of who we were born to be so i want you to understand that there's lot i could say about this but i want you to know and to guard against don't be gullible don't be an ignorant believer know what's going on know what's up know the agenda of satan and be able to discern and detect it far off another the the another one is um maybe let me just give you this under 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 these um, minority groups there's uh, they are feminist organizations feminist organizations i understand the history in the beginning after the second world war i think what happened was because amanda amaningi i send dotene they were women were underpaid there were a whole lot of problems they were considered just items and objects they had no vote, voting rights they had no power whatsoever so a group of women well just you know organized themselves and they formed this thing to ensure that women 
have a fair share in the economy and a whole lot of other things in society. But over time, it was taken over and was hijacked by certain demonic forces. And it has lost its original look and profile. Now, it's women have rights over what happens with their fetuses in the womb. They tell you a woman has the right over what, what she does with, with ingane aikulelwe. It is my body. You don't tell me what to do with my body. If I want to go and, uh, and stand in the street and be a, a prostitute, that is my right. You don't tell a woman what to do with her body. The voice is speaking contrary to that which we are ministering. You must know them. They are preachers. They are preachers, out of preachers. Now, there are many more family that I can talk to you about. Number three, let me talk to you about this because I, I need to, I want to open your mind. It's broaden your understanding. Number three, what we are competing with as the body of Christ is news media, out news media. News media, the most powerful being cable networks, uh, CNN, Fox, as a lot of them, and here in the country, ENCA and a whole lot of them. Most people, now those groups, they determine what you talk about at a dinner table. Their reality is your reality. They determine, they determine how and who you like. They decide for you and they give you a, a, a context of why you must hate them. Whoever they like, you like. Whoever they hate, you hate. That's what happened with Jacob Zuma in the country. They determine the narrative of society. And they build a case. They have got graphics. They've got special effects. They've got everything to, to, to build a case against someone. Because we are a gullible society, whatever is on TV, it's true. It's like whatever is in the textbook. Forgetting that a textbook was written by somebody that you went to varsity with. Now, because it's in, it's in a curriculum. No, it's right. It's in the book. No, I don't care who wrote it. Sometimes, I don't care. We are wrong. Because you wrote this thing based on your own racist um, understanding of the world. Now, God's people are supposed to have a, an open understanding in mind concerning these things. Lunga. Looks so smart, by the way. Amen. Hallelujah. So, understand this, Kebazalwan. I want to just go through this quickly. These people, they determine what you must believe to be true or false. They determine who to like and who to hate. Donald Trump, if I can ask you here one by one, what is your view on Donald Trump? Because of what you heard, when you tune in, especially CNN is bad. You understand that man on the, through the filter of the media. Is that true? 
whatever newspaper in the ngayas bazwana ukuthi CNN Fox what we have in this country even newspapers Mercury and the, all these newspapers above them they are these executives who control they pull strings the editorial team the the editors news editor they must be briefed that's what is happening here with the EFF what if 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 a station is captured the newsroom determines the airtime so and so will get that's what i'm trying to get you understand ngiyabi bazola njengamanje ngezimvu nje nezi understand the power of these people and then what we are supp- how we are supposed to respond as the body of christ why we have to preach in a certain way we cannot afford to be religious anymore so their reality is what is projected uh, the the they are voting in the states i think on tuesday o biden joe biden the way he is projected cnn then you go to fox news you will see how trump is projected it's 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 that's who they are you cannot you must learn in anything in the world do your own research have an independent mind have a god based world view this is why we have a kingdom world view i don't view the world on the basis of who wolf blitzer views the world it's, that's that's not that's how he views it i'm going to come to my own conclusion with regards to particular issues based on the research that i have personally conducted a kingdom worldview is to look at the world through the filter of scripture not through the filter of people who are biased and they are controlled by the but let, let's go on family because i need to tell you a few things about why we must disciple the world number four is hollywood or hollywood 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 is a is a big organization that is filled with pedophiles because Hollywood it is um, there are things you, you will never find out but you will if you come here Mel Gibson comes out a few years ago and they hate him for it this is he's a multimillionaire so he doesn't care He tells us he tells the people he was interviewed that a hollywood for you to make it for you to get a role you must be part of a secret club where they shed blood they rape kids they 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 build their kingdom on the blood of innocent children now you wouldn't know that because what you and i do we just go to the movies just pay for the ticket buy popcorn and enjoy a movie Now these are very let me tell you something about Hollywood who they are what they do is all satanic agenda bazalwan understand the world the way god wants you to what they do they 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 characterize satanic content and then they they put special effects on it and put color 
Whatever they do there, whatever they do, it is a message that is meant to impact people in the 21st century. A movie that you see, it is a message that has been acted out or dramatized, but it is meant to communicate a particular narrative to you. Hallelujah. Mazuna, can you please understand what I'm saying to you today? Because I want you to be sober. How is sober? We, we are good if we teach about Unoa and all these things, we, we know, which is beautiful. But I want you to be a kingdom-minded person. Know your role in the earth. How, how is that different from just being out there with everybody else doing whatever they want? Because most people in the world, they live in a bubble. It's just like a bubble. It's like a matrix. If you watch the movie Matrix, we live in a system. It takes God to snap us out of the system. It is a system of well interconnected. It's like a... But God is going to help us through revelation and these kinds of messages. So that you understand the world the way you are supposed to. What is it? No! So, let me just make this point. Hollywood is one of the most effective ways to transform culture in the 21st century. If you want a message to be received... Get your high-profile actors, get a good script writer, and let them communicate that agenda on screen. And then you will impact a portion of the globe. The globe. They are global preachers. You and I, I stand here, there are no visuals. Most of you are half asleep already. You are in church for 45 minutes, but most of you are not even there. They preach. Their message is musical. It's emotive. It appeals. It's colorful. It's got graphics. It's nice. It's got color. When I ask you outside, you think 10, I don't know any child. No, Bazalwan. Out he know. We must be a church that is sober. A church that understands our purpose and mission in the earth in Jesus' name. Let me just do this one missing. The last one I want to discuss with you before I get into certain discipleship issues. Is it's it's music evangelists, out in music evangelists. Where is my daughter? There she is. Now I want you to understand this, Bongi, and all of you. There's an agenda to. How do I put it to you? Because I don't know who you listen to. I don't know your repertoire. But there's an agenda. They call it pornification. Of pop music. Pornification. 
of pop music. Most pop videos you see on Trace, is it Trace? I forgot. Women dripping with water, wearing the skimpiest of items on their bodies. Very provocative, suggestive in the way they come across on the screen. It is meant to do something. This is why they are saying today, um music because the music that our fathers, my father, Ubong Ankabajo, is in the 70s, he introduced me, is so different from what we see today. There is an agenda to make porn. In other words, what you do is you just, you, you musicalize porn. You put melody in it. Satan has a, a, a variety of platforms. The five things I have listed, listed to you, he has got lots, they call it in English, multiplicity of avenues to communicate something to you, to alter how you do life. Because after having been exposed to that particular video, you, there's something that is aroused in your soul. Some carnal stuff. These women, they do all these dances. And in a man, something is, that's the agenda. They are preaching. They are trying to alter something in you. Alter. Let that community wicked, let it be twisted. It's twisted. Until they fire, when we fire, when the image is it's very graphic. And you want to act it out. That is what they do. That's the agenda. Culture, family. It's called secular culture. It's the world system. It is meant to undermine the will of God for nations. It's meant to change you into something else other than what God had preordained for you. So we don't just live in the world blindly, we just dance to everything. Every, every dance ends where we are entered because it's trending. It's not for you. Because it is meant to sway you, to move you in a particular direction. So what I'm saying to you, Uguti, there is satanic education that poses as music. Music not just meant to entertain you, but to disciple you. Music that is meant to disciple you, to disciple you. Because they come to disciple, it's not a religious term. Everything that happens in the world is meant to disciple you. And most people have been discipled. Very few Christians have interest in the things of church. Very few Christians are really passionate about the things of the kingdom. Because very few understand what church is. What our responsibility is. And what we are meant to do here on earth. So all of the above, Bazwan, all these five things which, are, which, which I've, I've, I've listed to you. Why am I saying this? Because... The Lord Jesus said, go ye and make disciples. 
they are already discipling. Satan has way more disciples. He's got a lot of avenues to do it. So we must understand what they are. All of these, they, they, they are call, called mind molders. Mind molders. Everything that they do, whether through a movie or through music or through the, the media, they are mind molders. They are social engineers. They want to transform society into a particular image. They are called activists of the world agenda. They are activists. They are ministers of the gospel of Satan. So don't be gullible. You will be but you will be worldly as worldly can really be. Because where the rubber meets the road is how I do life. What is my identity? How do I define myself? Do I define myself within the perimeters of scripture? Or do I define myself based on what I heard Oprah Winfrey as a comment as a young person in this relationship, this is what, how do I define myself? What is my base? Where am I rooted? Who changes my perception? Who has permission to alter my worldview, how I, how I view sexuality? Is it the loudest person on Twitter? Or is it the word of God in which I am grounded? Because until we understand those things, we are not impacting, we're not changing anything in society. They despise the Ten Commandments. They despise the Ten Commandments. The Bible is considered an ancient book that's very patriarchal. A book that was put together thousands of years ago. It has no place in the 21st century. A book that is undemocratic. A book that is prejudiced against women. A book that is so outdated that it has no place in the 21st century. When you try to advance your argument as a believer, they say, but don't quote scripture. What, what do you think? What do you think? No, but the Bible says, no, forget about the Bible. What do you think? No, but everything about me is on the, my worldview, my identity. Is it, it is fashioned and crafted by the word. You cannot separate me. I don't have my own idea. My idea emanates from it. Issues out of the word. The holy scriptures. That's who I am. In him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. So don't try to. Get me to explain myself outside scripture. 
cannot see my spiritual. No, I am a spirit. I have a soul and I live in a body. I cannot help but be spiritual. Life is spiritual. You want to see I spiritualize? No, life is spiritual as it is. Everything is spiritual. Because we are material people, we are carnal people, we think everything is just here. No. It's a physical manifestation of what is happening behind the scenes in the spiritual realm. So don't say I must explain myself outside scripture. No, but this Bible was put together by men. Uh, how do we know that the Bible is the word of God? People like that often, it does not matter how well you present your case. They already have a conclusion in their mind. It doesn't matter what you say. But we will explain those things um, going forward, family. Uh, are you blessed, Bazalwan? Because when, when you leave impi, says you are enabling the enemy. He has, he has more agents to work through. When you sin and you disobey God, you're poking your finger in the eye of the Almighty. You are enabling. The Bible says resist him and he shall flee. He didn't say assist him. It's either we resist him through obedience to the word or we assist his cause by disobeying the word. Every time I disobey God, I am assisting the enemy to fulfill his agenda in the earth. Hallelujah. They, they, they want a world, Amanda, that has got no standard. No, no perimeter, no boundary. You can do whatever you want with your body because you rule over your own body. I said, I said, the, the, the enemy's plan is to redefine humanity. To redefine you. Redefine you. With the agenda which started in the book of Genesis in chapter 3. He seeks to redefine you. Just whatever God wanted you to do and to project in the earth. No, that, that, that must be done away with. This is why they came up with the concept of evolution. Because if you say that there is no God, the world came about because of some cosmic mishap. Now it cancels God out because you are taking the designer out of the equation. You are left with the design. If there is no God, then we mustn't be accountable to any God because God did not bring us about. There was a big bang that is in our curriculum. These are the machinations of the enemy. I want you to understand how deep his agenda is. Our kids in schools, they sit for an exam to talk about primates and all this. They need to write for two hours. 
something, some curriculum, some textbook written by somebody who was breathed upon by a spirit. No, just blind. No, they must know. This is why we must teach them. Jesus, God, who God is. You are made in the image of God. When you get to school, they will say one, two, three. But don't worry. It's the system. We have to go through the system because you can't change the entire system overnight. If you find yourself in that particular situation, understand that. Answer questions factually, but don't internalize them. Let me repeat that. Answer questions factually, but don't internalize them. In other words, don't allow the content to transform you and to change your worldview. You were created by God. You were made in the image of the king. You were known before you got here. Your ancestors are not baboons or whatever it is. The writer of the textbook, his ancestors are baboons because he has already attested to it. Hallelujah. So, because we're coming at discipleship, a seemingly broader understanding of the world. Because Satan seeks to disciple nations. That has been the agenda for thousands of years. To make disciples of nations. How to make disciples of nations. I have 20 more minutes. The church is the only institution family that seek to restore. We seek to restore nations to their original destiny their original purpose, their original condition, and their original position. It's only the church on earth that has the power to do that. Everybody else, whether they like it or not, they are part of the global agenda to do away with the values of the kingdom, to do away with the sanctity of marriage. There is a a group in the States now called, uh, which you guys have endorsed. It's called Black Lives Matter. Now, we need to go behind the curtain and begin to explain what that means, who they are, and play you clips, which CNN will not play you. There is an agenda, out there is an agenda to redefine, to a woman must, re- must be redefined. A man must be redefined. Everybody must be redefined. Take everything God had created and planned, flip it upside down. And then you will have a world as Satan sees it. This particular organization, they hate marriage. They hate marriage. I want everybody to know marriage is beautiful. I want my daughters to get married. And my sons to get married. Amen. And when I see that the time is going past, I need to call you in front, lay hands on you and ask God and go in fast and say, Father, the time is going. Please give them what is due to them. That's my heart, by the way. I'm not, I'm serious. <laughs> I think I'm kidding. I'm serious. Yeah, I'm serious. I want you to have an amazing life, meet a right man and have a, have a good life. 
but marriage is so these these all these most of these uh, organizations they hate uh, marriage so that's what they are doing uh, in the state so family uh, i want you to know what we are the people who are meant we are the only voice on earth that speaks stuff that's contrary your friends don't like you too much this is why when you get saved it seems like you are shedding friendships because you are not common. Stealing is common. Cheating is common. It's done by commoners. Common means cheap. Telling the truth is uncommon. The word holy means uncommon. Out here, uncommon. Forgiving is uncommon. Genuine forgiveness. Being faithful to your spouse, it's uncommon. Being a young person as beautiful as you are and staying pure, it is uncommon. People live life cheap out there. That's what's out there. You bore them. They call you boring. That's fine. As long as I am walking within the will of God, they will bring, you will bring someone from a Cape Town. They will get a job in Deben. Because you are in Deben. Say hallelujah. But we must be found to be faithful. We must be found to be what family? So Jesus says go and make disciples. Now in the last 10 minutes or so. Just allow me to explain to you what discipleship is about. In the, in, with all the stuff that I've discussed Understand all these things and understand our responsibility as God's people in the earth. Why we must make disciples of people. Discipleship is not about making congregants out. It's not about making congregants. Please understand that. It's not about making congregants. True discipleship is not about introducing people to a religion. It's not about introducing you to a religion. Discipleship of nations is about a cultural shift. About a cultural shift. It is about a new way of doing life on earth. True discipleship. First is demonstrating a new way of doing life. We demonstrate it. When we disciple nations, we demonstrate that there is an alternative. There is, there is another way that life could be lived. Other than what we are doing. This is why I was so impressed when my young people went out yesterday. Because they are showing, they were gathered. There is meat. I looked at their table. I zoomed in. Then I zoomed in. Then I zoomed in until Sprite spelled Sprite. And then I, 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 I scanned around the table, so, and there was an amen in my spirit. That table was so, they're having a meet there, they went out. Then I went on Google, and I looked up somebody else from Umlahazib. And I saw their table, and I compared their table to their table. And I saw what the other table had, had his zint, or let's say, 
and, and, you, and you lose yourself in the process. Having fun at the cost of your own soul. God's children are not meant to be a boring bunch of people. We have fun and we can have, in, have more fun, but in God's terms. I told them, you must do that often, but no nonsense. I told them. Again, it's much, no nonsense. No nonsense. Yeah, no nonsense. Because I want the world to know. That because you are going out like that, it doesn't mean that no, we have a culture. We have fun within the realm of our own culture and way of doing life. Say hallelujah! Hey, Bazaloni, 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 Discipleship is about getting someone saved and making them your apprentice. Because this is what we are going to be moving into. I want you to be able to understand what I am talking about this afternoon. Let me just go through this quickly. I have about 10 minutes. Just bear with me. You do not, when someone gets saved, family, you do not leave them in the hands of God. Like we say, just dump them. No. When Jesus said, make disciples, if someone gets saved, Bongi, through you, that's just the first part. If you leave them alone, you are making a congregant out of them. The Lord expects you to hold them by the hand and begin to disciple them. So we hold them by the hand and demonstrate God's culture to them. We, they become our apprentice. We demonstrate holiness to them. In Akulti Bible, and Jesus appointed 12 so that they would be with him. And so that he could send them out to preach. But first, they had to be with him. They were his apprentices. He, he showed them how to speak, how to respond to crises, how to solve problems. How to do this as a child of God. We don't dump people in a church and leave them there. Because they will then begin to listen to this guy. And some often, more often than not, the, the gospel that is being preached today is not preparing you to be a great disciple of Jesus. It is making you a loyalist to a prophet. A loyalist. Discipleship is about training the other, how to training the other. A disciple is not superior to his teacher, but everyone, when he is fully trained, will be like his teacher, Luke 640. When I see you standing, I will wrap up. So I am, I, I am praying that you will begin to to understand these things we are talking about, Bazalwan. I, I want to ask you something. Just, just play the Lunga. As I conclude, just, just, just play, just play this softly. Whose hand are you holding, family, right now? Who, who, who are we discipling right now? Whose hand are we holding? 
Because if we are going to do the will of the Lord and be a blessing to Him, we must begin to do what He has called us to do. I want you to have a mindset of discipling people. Discipleship is a process, family. Salvation is just one thing. Then there's a process of discipling somebody, taking them through the ropes, teaching them, holding them by the hand. This is why I need all of you to disciple at least one person a month. Beginning of the month, target someone, spend the first week just praying. You know who they are already. You're just praying for that person. One person. And you make them your target. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, give me the grace and favor with this particular person. And you begin to hold them by the end. Sometimes they will show you attitude at first. I, I told you before, you don't have to beg somebody. There are people who are meant to be saved and the enemy fights them tooth and nail because he knows their destiny. You, you flow with the Holy Spirit family. And there are people, irrespective of what you say, they will just not take it. And you will know when to close the door. All I'm saying to you, Bazalwan, let us leave this place today knowing this. For the world to change, for us to be able to hand over a better gospel to the next generation, for your grandchild or your granddaughter to be nothing like the enemy had envisioned. We need to do something today. We need to do something now. You and I have been called to impact, out impact society. We have been called to be the salt of the earth and to be the light of the world. We have never been called to be just sauntering people, churching people. We have been called. I said to you before, let every relationship you enter into be strategic. Bring Jesus into relationships. Be wary of relationships that make you put Jesus in your back pocket. Those relationships are not sanctioned by heaven. In every relationship, Jesus must be on your breastplate. It must be clear that you are a child of God and your, the terms of interaction are on the basis of who you are based on scripture. Let every relationship, don't, don't squander moments. Don't squander moments for your own good. Let us be reaching out, family. Share with the people. Share Jesus with the people. What heaven is offering them. Share at least with one person one week. There are people who are ready for you to open your mouth. There are people who will never even say no to you. Because of who you are and because of the weight you carry in the relationship. They respect you so much. 
but we squander even those relationships because we we look at ourselves embarrassed. if that is what is in you you have no understanding of what this is about we are expecting heaven expects all of us to get out of this place and to begin to impact society like Bongi does she brings her friends let's do that family but you do that at a cost she brought her friend which I'm going to call now because she I need to pray for her and now she is saved come here Ty. I'm going to pray for you before we go I wanted to make the confession now in front of the people. She received the Lord Jesus last week because Mantu had invited her. And I spent time with her outside. I spoke to her. She has already read. Which book have you finished in a week? She has finished Romans. The whole, the whole chapter. How many of the people... Never mind. Philippians and Romans, those are, they, they are finished. She has finished in one week, one week, she has finished the entire book of Romans. Now, what happens is she meets with Amash. Amash, she, she didn't know Amash. Where's Amash? Amen. Come here, Amash. Amash walks into a game. By faith, remember life miracles, not in church miracles. She walks into game, she asks them to have a job. They say yes. They say come. The following day, whatever it was, she conducted an interview. Then, then she asked them, do you have another job, another vacancy? They say yes. So, after having tried, everybody else was in the building. Then she calls the Vanilluta. Bambi, Zuta, half past nine, I figure late, whatever time was. Bang, Chindabati, Baba said, you figure late. No, no, it was short notice. It was like 20 minutes, I come get Phoenix. Bam, Fonele, look. Let's give a pill, okay, next time. Next time, dearest daughter, next time. Bafonele, Wamash, but Mlete. So we are calling Next week, Monday, give God a hand. Usindi swear last week. We figure in the house of God, Unkulunkulu, because. If she, if she had not invited her, she would not have come here. And she would, she would not have known about Uta if this one had not invited this one. Yeah! There are destinies in our hands. There are destinies linked to you. There are destinies of people that are linked to you sharing Jesus over them. The house of Cornelius depended on Peter 
showing up at the right time. May God give you grace. May God give us grace, Bazalan, and courage. Because who could sabotage it destiny of Munimuntelinke? May God give you grace. Tap your hands. Say thank you. Tap your hands. Tap. She's a baby in the Lord, and that's what I want. Say, dear Lord Jesus, Kosu Jesu. Just let's help her family. Just say it loud with her. Kosu Jesu. Yakbonga Namsanje. Utwin Kosi. Peswim Piloyami. Ikaslako. Liwa Shezon Izono. Zami. I am now of the household of faith in the name of your son and if I were to die tonight which won't happen I will spend eternity with you amen I want to pray with her because we're singing now she's one of us member of uh, kingdom embassy house now father I thank you for your talent God bless you this afternoon, Father, in Jesus' name. Rulana Bakushna Himim. Lok Ali Lempulanyak and Kulungulangalu, we pray that you bring it to fruition. She needs your grace. She needs your help. She needs your power. She needs the Holy Spirit to help her along the journey. Father, we welcome her into this house. And we pray that you establish her, that she, she be planted in the house of god in jesus name and god's people said amen hallelujah family amen just as we pray this is the scripture amen as ubaba was preaching today i was reminded of this scripture as we pray and i want to read it from the message bible it it wasn't so long ago that you were mired in that old stagnant life of sin you let the world which doesn't know the first thing about living tell you how to live you filled your lungs with polluted unbelief and then exhaled disobedience we all did it all of us doing what we felt like doing when we felt like doing it all of us in that same boat it's a wonder God loses temper and do away with a whole lot of us. Instead, immerse us in mercy and with incredible love. He embraced us. He took our sin, dead lives and made us alive in Christ Jesus. He did all of it, Bazalwane, on his own with no help from us then he picked us up and set us down in highest heaven in company with jesus our messiah father i want uh, praying that you deliver us from the spirit of the power of the air that is controlling the children of disobedience father i pray that you set us free from the spirit of the power of the air that wants to tell us how to do life 
when we want to do things, we do them as we feel like doing it. Father, bring about a deliverance in this place where we are submissive and obedient to your word, oh God. Baba in the name of Jesus, Father, place our feet on the way of holiness, on the way of justice, on the way of righteousness with you, O God. Deliver us, O God, and may your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven, even through our very lives, in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, bless your people, empower your people, arm your people, restore your people, deliver your people, help your people. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Be blessed, Barcelona, as we begin a new week of demonstrating Jesus everywhere we go. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah.